Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is 11.09 and you know as much fun as I had hosting Chad Hartman's show yesterday, filling in for him, it is good to be home. Welcome to the Shaletta Show sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust right here on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio and if it seems like... I'm just a little bit giddy. It's because my weekend buddy, Mark Fry, is back with me on Saturdays. He'll be doing live news and weather reports at the top of the hour, and he is actually going to join me on the show. Now, I'm not trying to be um, best buddies with Mark Fry because I like him, okay? I mean, he's a nice enough guy, but I'm really bucking Carrie to be the godmother of the baby whenever he and his new wife decide (laughs) that they want to have a baby because they are such a handsome couple. I know that that kiddo is going to be beautiful. And, girl, is there anything else better in the world than a pretty baby? I just, oh, oh my God, just, oh. It is the greatest. Just a cute little with the little fat legs that look like uh, biscuits in a can and the little knuckles <laughs> and the little, and they smell like baby powder. You could just snuggle up in the fat. and then they, So, so, so I know, uh, I'll say that I know that I'm not going to have any more babies. Um, you know, four is pretty much where I, I draw the line. And so if I want that new baby experience, I've got to get to that godmother status with Mark Fry and his wife now so that when the baby comes, like they, there won't be any question about who the godmother should be. They'll be like, you know what? Hands down, Shaletta. She's been our friend this whole time. She's good with her kids. She'll be good with our kids if anything happens to us. So so really, that's the, the I, I, there's an ulterior motive behind um you know, my love affair with Mark Fry and his new wife. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just, you yeah. know. I'm, I'm glad he's back with us on Saturdays. Isn't that great? That's, I'm is. so glad that it he's is. back here. It um, is. Because you know what? He will keep up with what is going on mm-hmm. um, out in the community. Uh, if there's any breaking news, mm-hmm. he'll be able to give us an update. And especially on those days when there's a weather report. Because, like, if I'm in the middle of an interview and, you know, a storm comes or, you know, there's a warning or watch out there somewhere, you know, he can go ahead and handle that. He can uh, ping me. He can send me a text message or a DM. And then I'll know, hey, jump out of this guest jump on this weather we got to keep our listeners informed and that's difficult to do when you don't have somebody like a mark fry in the newsroom so i it, it you know another selfish thing it makes my job easier how about that <laughs> yep i like it i like it <laughs> 
Now, you know, Carrie, we were live a couple of weeks ago at Open Streets in Minneapolis. We were on West Broadway. They had, uh, you know, three or four or five blocks, um, you know, uh, sectioned off and people could walk and bike and skateboard and rollerblade up and down the street and it was a beautiful time in the community the night before it, it was really rough uh the week before they you know had a couple of shootings and you know the community was just so down and and the kids were you know not going outside and playing uh, like kids are supposed to do, right? Because the, the moms and dads in that neighborhood wanted to make sure their kids were safe because they didn't know if there was going to be retaliation. And then open streets happened and they opened the street up and vendors and businesses from all across the cities came together in North Minneapolis with food and music and performances and live shows and a lot of love and light and laughter. And, you know, we saw the kids from those communities and the parents and they were crying saying, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for letting um, my kids know that you care. Excel Energy was out there um, with their day of service campaign. Uh, Metro Transit was out there, you know, letting the community know about their new uh, micro ride share uh, transit buses that are uh, over on the north side. And then, you know, to put all that uh, five on 10, to put the cherry on top, I, I just kept smelling something. And I kept seeing people walking by and the lips were greasy and the fingers were dirty and they were smiling and happy and I said where where y'all coming from you know because I was stuck you know doing a radio show I was you know had the headphones on I couldn't leave my post I you know had all my equipment out and they said flame mobile kitchen is at the end over off of West Broadway right in front of Sanctuary Covenant Church and I was like okay I got to get down there I got to get my babies and get down there because then that way I don't have to cook dinner when I get home and so I'd heard about Flame Mobile Kitchen. You know, some folks that I know had them cater events for them, and they always talked about how good the food was, but I had never tried it. And I went down there with my children, and I got rib tips, a hot dog, and some mac and cheese. And let me just tell you, we were just like the people I saw earlier out there at Open Streets. We were singing and dancing. We sat under a tree and ate. They gave us so much. We brought some home and put it in Tupperware. We were able to share some with Sean when he came by. And that, you know, I'm from Texas, so I know good barbecue. Uh, When I tasted, that was literally the best barbecue I've had. Um, in the Twin Cities since I left the Lone Star State. And I just said, you know what, when I have a full show again, I'm going to invite some of those vendors that were out at Open Streets that day, spreading light, spreading love, spreading laughter. And I said, I got to kick it off with the executive chef of Flame uh, Kitchen. Darren Hayes is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Darren, thank you so much uh, for being on the Shaletta Show. Hey, thank you for having us. I'm actually sitting okay. here with my business partner and uh, also business owner, Tommy McNeil. He's here with me, too. Well, hey, Tommy, and I just appreciate both of you gentlemen being here with me this morning and giving me a bit of your time. Now, Darren, you got to tell me what you put in the ribs because it's either some crack was in that ribs because I got addicted or there was a lot of love. Talk to me about how you prepare the food, getting it ready, especially for a big event like Open Streets when you don't know if you're going to be serving to 400 or 4,000 people. Um. Well, so... You know, it is a lot of love in there. The 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 recipe there is it's a proprietary dry rub that's in there. It's actually been developed over uh, quite a few years to make it uh, 
you know, crack like without actually having crack in it because you know that's not. <laughs> um, but in terms of you know preparation, uh, it's a couple of days of prep. You know, we get the food. We got we had anticipation. Fortunately for us, um, you know, it's a it's, this year was the second year in the partnership um, with Sanctuary where they agreed to feed uh, community and volunteers. And so we did have kind of a fixed number to shoot for, which was around 500 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so how long, I was going to say, how, cause, cause y'all were trying to pack up and people were still coming. How long um, does it take you to prep for a big event, like an open streets where, you know, you've got 500 folks to feed, you've got, you know, the, the meal set, you know what you're going to serve. You know, is it a day's job? Is it two days job? I mean, what, what, what's something like that take? Yeah. D- depending on the menu, you know, it can, it, well, take an open tree, for example, because, uh, doing the dry rub on the rib chips, that has to be prepped on a day in advance. So we got to have an opportunity to sit and soak in there, all that goodness to get up in the meat fibers, you know, so everybody's going to enjoy it. So that's the day before, and then it's a really, really crack of dawn, early start, uh, getting up, starting to cook, starting to get everything together. So we'll be hot and ready by the time we're ready to go. Now, do you cook on site? Because by the time I got to you, it was almost over. I think I got the last couple of plates of food. So, you know, so I didn't see kind of you guys setting up and getting it together. Do you cook on site or do you bring the food to something like an open street? Is it is it prepped before you get there? No, no. So it's, it's preps in advance. But uh, then that's one of the specialties of Flame Mobile Kitchen is that we uh, everything is, is fresh to prepare. So all the cooking was done right there on site. We actually have you didn't get to see behind the the truck we have a a a big uh rotisserie grill um and so that holds quite a bit of food and so that's where the the ribs was done at but the mac and cheese and other things that was done right on flame mobile kitchen wow wow and i have got to talk to tommy um and i want to ask tommy mcneil he is joining us as well uh from flame mobile kitchen how did you come up with this idea yeah, well, let me first foremost start off by saying it was a it was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for this opportunity for us to kind of share our story. Uh, we actually live at an event right now downtown at Bay of Wine Bar, uh, so it's a pleasure to take a moment to really speak with you. But to ask you a question, uh, you know, Flame Mobile Kitchen was really kind of birthed from the pandemic. Uh, it was an opportunity during the pandemic for our executive chefs, Darren included, uh, to really spend time honing their craft. As we rotated between houses in the backyards, really socializing in a, in a non-social environment, quote, unquote, uh, due to shelter in place, we, we identified that there was a gap of building community that we were actually having amongst ourselves that as the pandemic started to lift, we seen that there was an open opportunity for us to share the same love out in the community that we serve. Okay, now listen, I know y'all got to go, y'all, at an event, but I want to take a break and come back and talk to you because, you know, a lot of times, guys, we sit in the kitchen or we sit on the phone or we have these great ideas and they go to the grave with us. Uh, They stay on the table. They never leave the phone. They never leave a text message. These ideas never leave our head. How did you go from having this great idea to now having this great business? We're going to talk more with Darren and Tommy when we come back. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is 1122. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's a Shaletta show sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust. My name is Shaletta Brundage and I'm the host of the show. We're continuing our chat on the John Choose to Caldwell Banker Hotline with Tommy McNeil and Darren Hayes from Flame Mobile Kitchen. I met them out at Open Streets a couple of weeks back when I was doing the show live, and you'll hear all morning long and, and, and part of this afternoon. We are talking to some of the vendors that I met out there. I promised them, hey, um, I want to have you on the show. I want to know your story. How did you get started? Uh, because I want all of us to be inspired by their journey and not just that. Uh, your business, your family, you're planning the reunion for next year. You need Flame Mobile Kitchen. Well, I'm telling you how you can reach out to them. Uh, they are joining me now, Darren and Tommy. Uh, in the last break where we left off, I was asking, how do you go from a great idea? You know, oh, man, this would be a great idea. Oh, man, this would be a great business. Oh, wow, this would be a great opportunity to actually doing it. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great question. And I think first and foremost, you got to have faith and belief in yourself, right? Um, mm-hmm. And when we identified where each of our skills, so just so that you're aware, the the actual origin of the name, um, the other brothers, is what we actually have as a actual business um, uh, ownership. But we do business as Flame Mobile Kitchen. And the reason that I bring that up is because, you know, we all have siblings of our own but we consider each other the our other brothers. And what we identified is that we all have a certain level of skills um, that we could utilize in order to operationalize a business. In addition to that, we also all have kids. And what we wanted to do was build this brotherhood amongst each other, leverage our skill sets, but more importantly is to show our kids by having them involved because they work on a truck helping to cook. Darren's daughters uh, actually help cook. My daughter actually helps with uh, the business operations. 
And now we're teaching them business acumen. We're teaching them craftsmanship. And then we actually are obviously identifying ways that they can continue to build on this generational wealth that we started. So there was a lot that played into it. And as a result of it, it all came together to be what it is today. And, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that, Tommy, because, um, you know, we've been talking about this pay gap, especially for black women. Imagine raising your daughter, um, you know, just in telling her be a leader only to find out that she isn't getting paid what she she's worth because she's a black woman. This is how the pay gap impacts generation of black women and black communities. And, you know, what I'm teaching my daughter now, Darren, is that you can get paid for your ideas and your concepts and your creativity. Um, You can have your own business. You don't have to work for somebody. Nobody taught me that. Darren, was entrepreneurship a part of your family or is this new for you as well? Um, You know, to some degree, it's it's, it's new for me as well. You know, I've had a couple runs, you know, a long time ago, fresh out of college. I thought I wanted to be the hottest DJ on the planet. And, you know, I did some (laughs) DJ. I have my own company then, Um, you know, uh, 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 Wife and kids, you know, getting developing a family kind of put that to the wayside. Um, but relatively, it's new. But then, you know, again, you know, like you said, there's a pay gap. I also recognize, you know, I have two daughters. So I understand mm-hmm. what the, gen, you know, the gender equality difference is there in terms of pay and responsibility and respect that's out in the business market. And, you know, I want both my daughters to be able to be on even footing. You know, one way, and that was another thing that came out the pandemic is, um, you know, being able to recognize what's happening on the market. There's a lot of restaurants that were closing. It was yeah. a gift that I had. It was a passion of my youngest daughters. That was her and I began to develop these recipes and, you know, hitting farmer's markets and cooking up and developing these, you know, craft menus, um, which utilize on the truck on a regular basis and uh, for our catering. Um, you know, it was just an opportunity like, hey, there's something that there's a passion that you have behind. We can work to monetize this, and this will give you an opportunity to develop your own path rather than mm-hmm. follow what is a delayed path. So, you know, it's, it's new, but it's not so new, but it was definitely a specific focus, you know, provide that opportunity for, uh, you know, my kids and Tommy's kids. Now, Tommy, there's some folks who are listening. I got a couple of people uh, texting me right now. They're like, girl, give me the website. What's the phone number for companies or individuals who are planning events or who just want you out um, at their place for, uh, you know, so they don't have to cook and clean up afterwards. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How can they get in touch with Flame Mobile Kitchen? You know, h- how does the booking work? How does this all get set up? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, we're, we've been blessed and heavily favored with uh, the power of our social um, uh, compass, and it allowed for us to be able to build our relationships and through referrals. And the way that people have been able to get a hold of us, either by personal contact or through our, our uh, webpage. And our webpage is flamemobilekitchen.com. It's really simple, flamemobilekitchen.com. In addition to that, all our social handles are the same. So you can go to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, you know, whatever the age range is. uh, We have a a social media site that's really geared towards you. uh, And so that's another way of getting a hold of us. And finally, you can contact Darren or I directly. Uh, My phone number is 952-240-0311, and we can support it. There is on the website or through direct message a way that you can actually contact us. There's a page uh, within our our webpage that that actually provides you that contact information. 
Okay, now for folks, uh, somebody said, do you, hold on, let me see, read this, because everybody is, is blowing me up. We all hungry right now. You got everybody's mouth watering. Um, now, you, do you, uh, do you, do you plan the menu? Can people select the menu? How does that work? Yep, absolutely. So we are, again, the, the, the idea about being a mobile kitchen is to be flexible and adaptable to people's needs and desires. Um, so we do have a grand, you know, great variety of skill. So we do actually work with our customers to plan what the specific menu is, whether it's dietary needs, whether it's simple interests, whether it's something, you know, that maybe we want something of a more formal dinner. We want something, hey, like a backyard barbecue. You know, we really sit and work with the customer, come up with what the best idea and the best experience for them through, through that food. Well, I am so excited that you guys took a minute. I know you got to run because you're at a gig right now uh, to chat with me and to be a part of the show. I promised I was going to have you on. You promised you show up and you definitely did. And, you know, like I said, my DMs are blowing up. I see Jane and Darcy. Lord have mercy. Everybody wants to know what Lily and Teresa are trying to figure out. They can get you over to the house. Flame, yes, Mobile Kitchens, Executive Chef Darren Hayes, and Tommy McNeil. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm so excited about what you are doing. So blessed to see you there uh, giving away the food to the people at Open Streets. And, and so proud uh, to have you uh, kick off the Shaletta Show today. Y'all don't go anywhere. Uh, a very special person in our community got a very special honor. Uh, we'll talk to her about it next. It is 1136. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's the Shaletta Show sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust. My name is Shaletta Brundage and I am the host of the show. I have to tell you, I woke up and my heart was heavy when I saw that two people were injured in a shooting at Richfield High's homecoming football game. You know, my son Andrew went to his first high school homecoming football game last night um, at Park High. He was so excited and he got all dressed up and, you know, had all his, you know, gear on. And he was just so ready to be there at the event. And I have to tell you, as a parent, with everything going on um, in the world, knowing my son was headed to this high school football game we had to sit in the parking lot at park high school and have a talk because i was just afraid i was afraid for him i was afraid for those kids you know we had to talk about what what we're gonna do if we have a shooting what we're gonna do where are you gonna go what's gonna be the safe place to meet um, you know, do do you do you duck and run? Do you do you do you get down? Do you lay flat? What what do you you know? Why why we're living in a society right now where kids can't even go to a homecoming game without an evacuation plan because folks are shooting. Fans and players at Richfield's games running toward the exit, and the game had to be stopped. Homecoming is supposed to be a celebration, a time to remember. Coronating and, and crowning uh, kings and queens. These kids will never forget that. They will never forget that. That's so traumatic. 
that's so traumatic. I, I feel so badly for the two people who were injured. And, and I feel horrible for the children who thought they were running for their lives. Who were thinking, am I going to be next? As a parent, you're dropping your kids off at these events and you're just assuming that you'll see them at the end of the game. And last night was a reminder for me that that is not always promised. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, we're hearing about what's going on at Richfield in real time. And we're trying to call Andrew, you know, in Cottage Grove to make sure he's safe. And, you know, I was doing Almanac last night um, and, and I I had to tape it. I said, listen, I need to tape um, my segment because I have to get over to Park High School because I have to make sure my 16 year old child who doesn't have a car who is waiting on me is not stuck in the middle of some mess. Imagine those poor parents whose students went to Richfield or Bloomington Kennedy who dropped their babies off. Like I dropped my baby off at a homecoming game thinking here's, here's a couple of dollars. Go hang out with your friends. Have a good time. You know, this is, you know, tradition. You know, this is junior year homecoming game. Oh, man, you get to, you know, the cheerleaders are out there, all the alumni out there. You know, last night at Park, you know, they, they were so, it was so full of pride. Carla Bangham was there. Uh, Justin Olson was there. You know, police, uh, you know, our, you know, our friends in the police department here in Cottage Grove who graduated from Park High School, they were, they, you know, they had all their old Letterman jackets on. You know, it, it was just a, a time of celebration. And to have these poor students and faculty and teachers and principals and football players and cheerleaders and band members at Richfield and Bloomington Kennedy running what they think is for their lives. That's just not, I don't know about y'all, but that's not the society I want to live in. I don't want that to be the reality of my children. And, you know, when I was talking to Andrew um, as I was dropping him off at Park, not knowing that, that this situation was going to happen um, at, at Richfield High's homecoming game, um, you know, we, we, we really were talking about an evacuation plan. Now, listen, if something goes down, don't wait on your friends. Run. And, and here's the safe spot where we're going to meet. Just keep running until you get to this spot. And I'll meet you there, either me or your dad. Um, you know, and, and, and if shots are fired, this, this is what you do. This is who you call. I know there are police there, but still call 911 anyway. Um, you know, and, and just having to go through that and putting that on his 16 year old mind that this is a possibility. So excuse me while you're celebrating, let's go ahead and plan this evacuation and let's talk about what to do if shots are fired. Let's talk about where you're going to run, what a safe spot is. It may not really be safe, but this is our first option. This is option number two. Um, and also if you're trapped, just go ahead and lay flat down and don't move and pretend like you're not breathing. Act like you're dead. Oh, by the way, enjoy the game. Tell everybody we said hey. When you see Justin Olson, make sure you let him know uh that you're our son and, and make sure you shake his hand. How, how do you this is is this really the world we want our kids to live in? And then we're wondering why they're having a mental health crisis. Why suicides and suicide attempts are so high. 
Because they can't enjoy a damn homecoming game. They can't go to a football game without an evacuation plan. They got to have enough police presence at a high school football game to keep the kids safe. It looks like the president's on the way. It doesn't make sense. What are we going to do? How, how, how are we going to change this? How are we going to fix it? By the time I got to Andrew, my nerves were shot. Absolutely shot. Because, you know, for, for me, um, this is some, some of the first times that he's actually getting out there like a little adult. Without his parents, without his siblings, going to games, going to the malls. You know, when he was 15, like, for instance, at the Mall of America. You, you can't be there without an adult um, if you're 15. Well, at 16, you can go without an adult. You know, we're going to the fair. We're over at the fair. We're, we're hanging out. He wants to go ride the big kid rides. Well, you go ahead and, and have a good time, and, and then here come the shooting. Now, the safe spot is normally the WCCO booth. If anything happens, meet us back at the WCCO booth. Yes, ma'am. Well, guess what? Next damn door to the WCCO booth, they're throwing projectile objects at poor little sweet Martha's cookies. Who is raising these animals? What zoo did they come out of? I said it. I'll say it again. Quote me. There'll be a playback. You can take it to my boss and let him hear it. I'll say it again. Who's raising these animals? That they would throw projectile objects at Sweet Martha's Cookies. They would be shooting and fighting at the fair. They would be shooting at Richfield High's homecoming game. Two people injured. And players on the football. Really? This sounds like a bad movie. This sounds like a nightmare. This does not sound like a world I want to raise my children in. If it's this bad for my children, Lord have mercy knows what it's going to be for my grandchildren. If we're not living in the end of days, I, I, I don't even know what's going on. All I need, all I can tell you is you better get right with the Lord because uh, it, it's, it's, it's not going to be good for any of us if we don't fix this mess. Now, listen, I got to change course because I don't want to get down in the dumps. I am celebrating one of my mentors, uh, great accomplishments. Who is it? What award did she receive? You'll find out about it next. Give this woman all her flowers because she deserves every single rose petal. For 88 years, the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper has documented celebrations and concerns uh, in the black community. When our stories can't get told on mainstream media, um, they are there. Um, I, I just have to tell you, when George Floyd died, every news outlet in town had a news release that said he died of natural causes. And every news outlet in town uh, said he died of natural causes because that's what the police said. Except one, except the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper, because they are in the community and have been for almost 100 years and people trust them. So they got the call about the cell phone video that everybody was looking at 
that nobody had seen yet outside of that block, outside of those people, outside of that community. Before that story went viral, uh, black media in town, trusted sources like the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder newspaper, were able to tell it in a way that they could, only they could, because the people in that community trusted them to tell their stories because they've been doing it for so long. And the only way that you um, have that kind of relationship with an entire city and state is when you are trusted, tried, and true. And that is what Tracy Williams Dillard is. And that's why she's being honored as one of AARP's 50 over 50. She is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Miss Tracy, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much, so much, Shaletta. Uh, how are you doing today? I am doing so much better. When I saw that list of AARP's 50 over 50 and I saw your name on it, I was like, yes, queen, yes. What was it like when they called you and said, we want to honor you for all of your work and contributions uh, to broadcasting here in Minnesota? Well, at first, I, I was I, I wasn't exactly sure what they were talking about. <laughs> I was like, um, "What award did I receive?" You know, my, I, I had been I had been nominated, and I guess I I I do I, the work I do I do just because it's in my heart to do. It's in my yeah. it's in my blood to do. It's, it's it's I do it just because it's a necessity, and because I like doing it, and because I was raised in the media and I just enjoy uh being able to, to educate and inform and inspire the community. So when I when I do things and then somebody gives me accolades, I mean I'm always honored but it's like I'm just doing what I like to do and what I need to do. So I don't I didn't think a lot about it at first, but then I started getting a lot of calls and congratulations and and I was like, well, I guess, so let me think about exactly what am okay, I Okay, yeah, this, I guess this <laughs> is a big deal. I guess this is a big deal. And, you know, they say the 50 over 50 are the most influential and inspiring and accomplished leaders from across the state. And, again, like you said, nominated uh, by peers uh, for this particular honor. And I, I just can't think of anybody more deserving. And, and the one thing that you said that, that, you know, stuck with me that, you you know, you do it because it's in your blood. It's a legacy. It's what your family has always done. Um, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, just because granddaddy did something with a spirit of excellence don't mean, you know, it carries down uh, to the children. And, and you'll see businesses and publications, you know, once, you know, the founder goes on to glory, you know, the kids don't want to have nothing to do with it. What made you decide you were going to pick up this mantle, uh, this burden of broadcasting? and continue telling the stories about black people that no one else will you know i you know i think at first um i just you know because i my story is just that you know i started off running the address the graph machine when i was eight and then i started just kind of doing little things that i could do so i learned how to do uh 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 billing and then i started taking the paper down to the post office when I could drive. Love that job because I could drive. And, you know, when you're first driving at 15, 16, that's exciting. 
And then I started doing advertising. And, and so each step of the way, I started learning more and more about the business, and I started actually getting more involved with the community. And then I then I put on an event for high school graduating seniors, and that really kind of got me involved more with the community and, and more of what was going on. I think the more my grandmother took me out into the community and introduced me, and the more I started doing things connecting me to the community, the more I began to feel like the work that I was doing was reaching people and how I could make a positive impact in people's lives with informing them and educating them and, again, inspiring them to to know that, you know, that all the things that, that we do as African Americans is not what the news depicts and so the mainstream that is. And so I, I just decided this was a good calling for me and and uh, it gives me a chance to, to connect with people and, and uh, continue to do the work that people need because it's like if we're not telling the stories, if we're not out there, you know, really diving into things that are going on and then educating the community and no one else is, and the only thing they're getting is news that's either not inspiring or not true in some cases, and they're not putting us out in the right light and it's always negative. It just, it couldn't be. So for me to be able to be involved with changing that narrative, it's, it's a privilege. And I, and I feel, I find it to be an honor and I'm happy to be able to do it. So it's exciting. Tracy Williams Dillard, uh, one of the newest recipients from AARP's 50 over 50 honored by them uh she is a publisher of the minnesota spokesman recorder newspaper hey we'll have another one of our friends from the msr on this show charles Harmon is coming up talking about racism and baseball you'll want to stick around for that next this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 